you know, I remember back in the day, we'd be on our way home from uh, from the big lots, and inevitably, one of us in the car would say, Mom, can we stop and get some Dayton family on the way home? <laughs> yeah, yeah, every and, time. And we all know. We all know Mom turns around and says, says what everybody's heard a thousand times, mm, we have we Dayton, have Dayton family, family at home. home. And of course, you know, you know, we're kids, but we're not stupid. We know we oh, know what we course. have at home, and it ain't the fucking Dayton family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Project Born. No, it was fucking NWA. My mom doesn't know shit. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Juggalos, Juggalettes, and those who don't identify as such. This is Juggalo Judgment, where two friends take time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the Juggalo variety. You're joined by your hosts, Mike and... Shmeev. Is it Shmeev? Yeah. Do we know that for sure? I wouldn't I know. know. I don't know who I'm talking to. You can't really be certain, but I, I can't am see certain. them. Yeah, <laughs> that's your problem. That ain't my problem. It's it's not my problem. You did not actively have your camera up. But how yes! do you know? How do you know that it's still me, even with the camera on? You could be a reptile Today's person. Today's deep fakes, man. You you could be one of the lizard people. <laughs> I'm a that, VTuber, that but that I use still an actual person's face. Yeah. It's they it's it's a they live situation. I have no idea. <laughs> if you are joining us for the first or multiple ish the the time. If the first time, welcome. If if you've been here at least one time before, welcome back. We can say in good conscience. Welcome, welcome back. back. Yeah. <laughs> How are you today, buddy? You know, similar to the time that I was asked this before. I'm doing okay. Well, that's good. How you that's doing? That's good. I am. I am also doing okay. We'll, <laughs> we'll go with that. And and I'm just excited that we get to continue on our journey that we have been set upon by ourselves, aka me. Yeah. And we're continuing our little break of the uh, the the typical story line timeline that we were doing. With our shit we missed section. Yeah. The shit we missed section of Mike did not typically actually own the albums in particular and has acquired them over this now three-year period of doing this podcast. So he feels comfortable in actually talking about them now. This album in particular was supplied to me by uh, one of my uh, Instagram friends uh, at Crosens. So thanks, dude. Much, much appreciated. So, Shmeev... What is the album that we're talking about today? We're talking about this group, Project Born, and we are talking about the Born Dead EP. Indeed, we are. Project Born is the first artist that ICP signed to Psychopathic Records. Oh, okay. Violent J was a huge fan of this group out of Flint, Michigan, called the Dayton Family. They were the group. Um, the only that, one. Yeah. The only group uh, ever. No one had ever done music out of Flint, Michigan. No one's really thought that, you know, there was one person and then another person and they should, like, get together at some point. No, not at all. Or maybe like a third person should jump in on that. Right, right. It's it's never been done before. No. No. So ICP wanted their own Dayton family, and so they found this young group called Project Born. Um, from what it sounds <laughs> I, I like. I like I thought that, I thought that was going to go in a different direction. <laughs> Where it's like, yeah, you know, they, they he really liked this group. So he went and found them, and they signed them, and they just took on a new name. It's like, no. He just no. found some other people and was like, you're going to be like them now. <laughs> they, they, ICP wanted, well, Violent J wanted his own uh, Dayton family. So Project Born was uh, formed in 1989. If I remember correctly, they were like in high school and whatnot when they were starting out. Hmm. Um, it was originally only uh, two members, uh, members Frank Nitty and Half Pint. Um, and then a third person joining the group, um, Lil Polk, 
uh, came in around the same time that they were um, uh, making their their first EP. Um, the story from what we got in Behind the Paint was that Violent J would they'd pick up Project Born and bring them over to you know the studio and everything. They pick would pick them up after school. I don't know about after school, but <laughs> for all I know, fuck, it might have been. Um, and they like would buy clothes for for Project Born just to help, you know, with their look and whatnot. And uh, while they were in the process of making their album, they were uh, ICP were given a uh, a project uh, from Project Born, and Violent J was like in love with it. It sounded incredible to him and somehow it got lost. Not sure who lost it or if somebody stole it from the offices or their, their car or something like that. But the original product that they were given um, is now lost. So project born made another uh, recording that violent J has said is not as good as what the original thing he was given was. So there were no multiple copies of that original I don't know, I don't want to say demo, but like what they originally had made, there was only one copy and it got lost. Damn. Lost a time. Um because of the sales or lack thereof, Project Born was let go shortly after the release of this EP Born Dead. Uh they seem to have been on kind of rocky ground for a few years. But over time, things got patched up. Uh, Project Born has performed at the gathering a number of times. I think the first, I think they were actually at the first gathering, um, which is where they actually re-released this EP um, on their own. So the copy that I have is not one of the original ones from 1995, I believe. Uh, yes, 95. Um, I have the re-release from uh, 2000. But... Um, they have since worked with ICP a number of other times. Uh, we'll come across them again in the future. And um, I think that they have also toured or were in the process of touring with uh, Twisted at one point in, I think it was 2007 or 2008. So they have actually remained, um, I don't want to say necessarily like staples in the Juggalo world, but they, they're not like forgotten. They weren't a, a, a one-off thing that people were like, oh yeah, they had a thing, whatever. Like there are still a lot of people from what I've seen that dig Project Born and what they do because they continue to make music to this day. I have um, heard of them intermittently mentioned. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I've, I've never heard anything from them until now. And mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I don't hear people say anything about them besides the fact that they exist. <laughs> right. Um, what's actually funny is I think it was early last year or late the year prior, I had actually made a, uh, a purchase on their site for their newest EP. They, the Born Dead EP is actually now a series and they're on their fourth one. So on their site, they don't have the first album available, but they have two, three, and four. Two and three have some guest features by some psychopathic artists. So I was like, oh, cool. I want to pick that up. And I was like, I'll get the new one at the same time. I ended up being reached out to by one of the members of Project Born because my order had gotten lost and somebody else like I guess they shit they put the wrong address on it. So somebody uh. else got my order and so the member of Project Born was reached out to and they got in touch with me to try and help sort everything out. And it was nice. very it was very nice. They were very cool about it. Um especially because I wasn't even like expecting like I knew it was going to come. I just didn't know when. So yeah. whenever they're like hey, uh, can you give us your address? Because we sent it to the wrong people and we're really sorry. And I'm like, oh yeah, here. And then he like reached out to me like a week later saying, did you get it yet? And I'm like, no, I didn't even know the person sent it out and it got taken care of. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah. Um, now, sadly, one of the members uh, from the group, um, uh, I also, I, did I say who the members were originally? Yes, I said Frank Nitty and Half Pint and then um, uh, uh, Lil Polk was added. Um at the end of 2021, on December 27th, um, it was revealed that Half Pint passed away. Yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of people on social media like that were that were really uh, hit hard by that. Um, he seems like uh, he was well-liked. 
um, within uh, within the community. So um, rest in peace to uh, to, to Half Pint. Hmm. So there's not really much else to go into on the making of this record. It was semi a one and done um, for Psychopathic. Um, however, one of the tracks, uh, and we will talk about it, was actually something that was recorded prior to um, this album, and they threw it on there. Um, one thing to note is the cover that I have, the cover that's on the re-release is a little bit different than the original. You'll see it has a, uh, it's a Grim Reaper with two sides holding two babies. Um, I'm actually very curious if that was meant, if the two babies were meant to be the, uh, originally two members of the group mm. before the third person came along. Um, but on the re-release, it does have featuring Insane Clown Posse and Esham the Unholy. The original does not have that on there. So I'm sure that because they were performing at that gathering, when they repressed those, that was to kind of be like, oh, hey, yeah. by the way, ICP and Esham are on this record that right. you know we did in the past. So I think that that's about all that we can say before we jump into this. So we don't have anything else that we got to do, do we? No, I don't think... I... Oh. One more thing. One? We gotta crack open a motherfucking Fago. Oh, fuck. How could I forget? Right? Did Mike, did you... Do you have a Fago? Did you remember a Fago today? So, you know, Shmeev. Uh-huh. I try very, very hard to get well. stocked on my Fagos. And the last time that I went to get... My Fagos. You'll recall from the last episode, I had a lovely, a lovely ginger ale. Yes. I was like, man, I can't wait to buy this Fago that I'm going to hold on to for a couple days so that I can have a Fago ready. And I only bought that one. Why? Because I had a dollar. I had, I had an actual physical currency. Because sometimes that store, they have issues with their, 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 uh, their debit and, and credit cards and whatnot. And I had exact change. I was like, here's my dollar and five pennies. Here you go. And then I realized I should have bought two Fagos. What a fool. What a fool. But I am a little bit sleepy. And I think that I have something to help combat that. Here we go. So I have in my hand a performance energy, zero sugar, extreme focus, limited edition, energy and focus. G Fuel Wumpa Fruit Crash Bandicoot. Scott's gonna destroy you on the block. He's gonna fucking wreck me. <laughs> well, Mike. I'm sorry, Scott. Uh, I mean, it is Project Born, so whatever. <laughs> well, Mike, this morning, uh, as you know, and as as everyone is about to find out, uh, we recorded two episodes in this one sitting. Uh, including the what? last episode where I had a cream soda. I got that cream soda just this morning before we started recording, and I was listening to Project Born on the way down to the to the store. I walked. I walked down to the store on our snow-covered sidewalks. I actually didn't walk to, on any of the snow-covered sidewalks. I got to the street and took that instead, except... Mm -hmm. For the one corner that the church sits on that has the immaculate sidewalks uh, because they take care of them because they yeah. have to. Um, so I at least enjoyed some some nice sidewalk there. And I went down to that store and I got myself two Fagos, in fact. What? And also some chocolate and stuff to push it over five bucks so I could use my card. The guy was willing to let me use my card on that, but I was like, no, nah, man, I don't, I don't want you getting in trouble over some stupid minimum... You charge. know what they they haven't actually been on me for that recently. Yeah, he the the one guy he was just like if people are in a hurry I don't give them I don't really care. I'm like, oh, okay. oh okay, well that's very but, nice. Um, of him. So yeah, but I I decided to buy some chocolate anyway because I was like fuck it I can get some toffee and some peanut butter meltaways hell yeah. There you fucking go. But along with that I got myself this genuine Fago delicious ginger ale. What? Let's crack these bitches open. Let's crack them open. I've never tried this flavor, so I don't know what it tastes like. You look displeased or confused. 
Hmm. Apple. It's Apple. Which is okay. It's not bad. Fago ginger ale is confusing to me. It's not bad. It's not my favorite ginger ale, but it's it's no. okay. I'm not that into it, honestly. It's kind of distressing me right now. I'm ready to go to war. And that's why I feel the best thing is not to be born. <laughs> I hate you so fucking much. Who is as lucky as that? <laughs> Seriously though, this is this is apple as fuck. Not to one yeah. Is it like like monster apple? Like it's not green apple, or is it just apple? I would say it's green apple. I've just been getting G Fuel more recently. Um, and I, I literally have been making a list of like if I want to buy these flavors again. I love that we could one. Be that, talking over this because it's basically an intro, but instead, no. Where this is gonna run for fucking ever. <laughs> I was originally gonna say just cut to the part of the like it's like one twenty something or whatever. The actual beginning of the song. Yeah. The best thing is not to be born. sample in there that I believe is from Scarface. I have not seen Scarface, but it, I believe that's from like the end of it where he's like, I'll send you on a fucking hell. But I don't remember. Oh, you've never seen Scarface. Seen. Me neither. But I think it is from that scene. I've at least seen that scene several times. I, I believe it. That was it. Um, and you hear that a lot. And by a lot, I mean by the end of it, after they are done rapping, there's a a long outro and you just hear that it's they're just, just that mashing that button a whole bunch of times and like i kept hearing it i was again i was on my way home from the store at that point while this was playing and you're like oh no my phone is skipping and it keeps playing that and i'm like <laughs> i'm like all right it's been four bars that's cool and i'm like well okay you can go for eight and then I'm like you're not stopping <laughs> dude this is a seven and a half minute song and part of it is because of that you know, minute 20 intro that we have there, but that leaves us with a five minute long song. Yeah. It's <laughs> in it's, total. It's rough. It's rough. That minute 20 intro that we may have cut down or we may have not. We'll see what I, what I'm feeling whenever I get around to editing it. You know, it's all just going to be on my if, mood at the if, time. If he cut it, it, you didn't miss anything. We swear. No, no. Um, I mean, you're going to hear the intro part where he says that, where they have the spoken word thing. And then there's a little beat. And then um, the war. Just, just uh, semi on topic regarding Scarface. Uh, the movie is very overrated. <laughs> um, and uh, I just want to state that literally the beginning, a tiny part in the middle, and the end are all you need to see for that fucking movie because it is too long <laughs> and it drags the fuck on. Maybe I would appreciate appreciate it more these days, but when I first saw it in like college, um. It's uh, it was too much. Um, this song, however, is basically the Midwest equivalent of gangster rap. Yeah. 
it's it that's it is the simplest way that I can say it. Basically, it is this is the kind of music that Violin J wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, sort of. Um, and uh, I I did recall like, mind you. It is kind of hard to find lyrics for a good portion of the songs on this EP. Uh, at least half of them are not available, which is they very have, frustrating. They have the first Some eight of them are like, bars yeah, of the, a verse, and then it stops. Yeah, and then it's like, question mark? And I'm like, what the fuck you mean, question mark? Like, try, please. Mustard, gonna send this your way. Please please transcribe. Um, but there's a there were just a number of things that were kind of common, uh, subject matter-wise. Uh, I know the one was... Uh, Someone being arrested for drugs that they didn't sell. Yeah. Um, so it just seemed like it was topical for the style of music that they do. Indeed. Um, is it stuff that they actually encountered in their day-to-day life? I don't know. I, I really don't. Uh, I'm not sure. Probably. Um, but quite potentially. Um, I don't think this is a bad song, though. Like, yeah. I, I think I, I dig the... Uh, the actual instrumental of it. A lot of the the music itself on this sounds very West Coast, yeah. um, which is sound. cool, and it and it makes sense when you have that like synth um, in there. That is very very West Coast. Oh, it is absolutely. Um, and that was actually something that I, I've heard some people talk about, like how the Midwest is really, especially when it comes to um, when it comes to rap music, they they pick and choose a lot of stuff just from the surrounding areas and, and it is a melting pot because you'll have that, that instrumentally you'll have the, uh, some of the West coast influence, but with actual like vocal delivery, a lot of it can seem very East coast. Um, it, it all depends on, on who it is, but it's, it's it's a little more common than than you'd think, but they they do pick and choose a lot of stuff. Like if somebody's a, an East Coast rapper, most of the time they're just like East Coast. You know the style. This is what I do. Um, you know the the influences are from the people who are within the same states as me. <laughs> but the Midwest just really grabs a little bit of everything, and uh, and and then they add their own flair to it. Um, and I think. Uh, we're going to hear a little bit about that on uh, on the rest of this EP. Yeah. Yeah, I mean like you said, so there there's a lot of it in this in this track where it, it's kind of like well as as long as this is the way that I'm going to be treated by society, then I guess I will resign myself to the kind of life that they expect of me. Fuck y'all, we are going to war, so to speak. <laughs> you know, that's that's what it is. It's like if, if this is the way that I'm, if this is the way that you're going to see me, then f- fuck you. You're gonna have to deal with that now. <laughs> is is the kind of vibe that they they put out on this, and it's like, yeah, I mean, it feels that way sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, well, I think that we can continue on with track two. Let it go. There was like a moment where you thought I was really thinking you thought we were gonna get some Disney on this shit. We definitely get dinged for that. I would not. Oh, hundred percent. And I didn't think about it even before. I thought about it in the seconds before I clicked. It. I, was like, I could have. As I was saying it, I'm like, please. Right back on that ass again A trigger happy nigga from the project B.O.R. And then have my components in the zone Once again, let's get it on If you ever been to the deck, you know Don't bring your ass along Cause niggas on my set don't give a fuck which way your hat been. You can be the biggest drug dealer in the city of Flint Writing down the strip, I seen his bitch rolling her nigga D's Gave that hoe his car keys, now he out of two G's Stupid ass nigga, what the fuck was on your mind, bro? If that bitch be pulling your dick, tell that hoe Giving me my G's a blow, the P-R-O-J-E-C-T 
free and I let it go. All right. Let it go. We had, okay, I didn't hear it whenever I was doing my listens before, but I, I heard a little shout out to Esham in there, who we have not heard yet on this track. Right. Or on this album, I mean, this EP. He's not, he's not here yet. He's not no. on this track at all. Nope, and I will explain why when we get there. Okay. So, I mean, we're talking about, like, you got to be able to let shit go, you know? If you're holding on to a grudge, it's going to fucking kill you one day. You can't, especially if it's against Project Born. You're holding on to that beef, it's going to end you. When you show up to collect, you collect in bullets, man. Also, if you're holding on to a bitch, you're going to lose your car. (laughs) I I was about to say, I I, I generally got that uh, women should not try to get with Project Born. That too, yeah. Got to let it go. (laughs) Just... Psychopathic, where if you're on this label, uh, women stay away. (laughs) (laughs) Gangsta Boo gets a pass and that's it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's because Gangsta Boo will fuck them all up. (laughs) Um, Gangsta Boo, whoever Jay's dating at the time. (laughs) The end. (laughs) So this uh, this honestly does sound like just just musically, this sounds like Bone Thugs, oh. without the fast rapping and uh, the the harmonies. Yeah, but like I really was like the the beat one hundred percent could have been a Bone Thugs beat. Just stylistically, I was like I was wait waiting to hear lazy or crazy or wish. <laughs> I'd love or, to hear Lazy Bone. <laughs> I mean, Lazy Bone's pretty great. <laughs> even even if I don't care for the song Hydro too much. <laughs> He's good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But it's a cool song. I I, I do appreciate like this this style. Um It's smooth. Of music. Oh yeah, it's very smooth. Um this this is very of the time. This is not something that you that would have been made, you know, today. Um so this is very like early mid nineties and you know what? That's fine. It's a cool little time capsule, but this is also sounding nothing at all. Like the releases of psychopathic records at the time. Or so the song, at this point, go to war. <laughs> that doesn't even sound like no. that. Like, okay. At this point, who, psychopathic who records this? catalog. What's that? Who produced this? Uh, give me one second. So this is this is a completely unique person. Uh, this was produced by uh, Michael Cleveland. Um, however, Mike these... E. Cleve. Uh, well, let's see. Okay, yeah, the this track and the prior one were done by Michael Cleveland. One other one was done by Michael Cleveland as well. Um, so. But all of the mixing on this album, with the exception of one track, was done by uh, Mike Clark. Okay. So. So Michael Cleveland, uh, good shit. Good beats. on this. It's very good. I like this one a lot. Yeah, I like it. It's good. Uh, I know we're we're just gonna breeze through this album, and I'm <laughs> sorry, everybody, if you wanted a lot more to it we've mentioned before sometimes it's very hard to dig more when we don't have lyrics it's not even like a lyrics problem because i mean like whenever i listen to it i'm like i don't there isn't much for me to say about it yeah <laughs> like it's this is, not this is one of the, this is one of the problems of this show when we start doing stuff past mainline insane clown posse records like like icp is like <laughs> dumb and they talk about weird shit so like i can kind of wrangle more out of that but right project born they're they're kind of just they they have a thing that they talk about and they're talking about it yeah so let's move on to track number three losing it featuring Esham. yo what's up this is 
Hey, there he is. And I'm in the motherfucking house with Mr. Nitty and Lil Half and Light and Project Boys. It's in this motherfucker. I think my mind is in a fucking rage. Cause when I'm killing on the fifth floor with my mental stage, I keep the candles burning every night. I lay the rest. I slipped my wrist because I had to have a blood test. I'm killing bitches, fuck that nigga, then you fucking hoes. I draw that first blood, so consider me the Rambo. The new Jack is back in the city, I'm backing them up to heaven. Kill 56, then Wesley Snipes is passenger 57. I got my mind off of some filthy shit and dirty shit. My counselor tells my mother, your son is a lunatic. I cut a throat and watch her squeal as the body burns. And look my mother in the face and tell her, yo, turn. I left the scene and there were two more bodies laying dead. So this track, <laughs> focus on the fucking episode. We'll get Sorry. to we'll get to that later. <laughs> Start. So this track, I I was kind of writing stuff on it. I took my notes while I was listening to it. So all of this is like live thoughts as I was going over it. First, I I was I noted, Eshan, uh, please open this track and make us sound cool. <laughs> and then. We got into it, and I, I said to myself, Nitty has one flow. Yes. That we have heard on the past three songs, and then for two and a half fucking minutes as he takes the longest goddamn verse on this entire album. Yeah. Yeah. And then I noted, actually, everybody on this track has one flow, which I would accept if it was just for this one track. Mm-hmm. But no, Nitty and Half Pint have the same flow for this entire album. Spoilers. <laughs> and then I, le- I noted that Half Pint likes to spell. <laughs> but I've noticed that I think Nitty also does a lot of spelling and other stuff. That, honestly, the three people on this track, all three of them really love spelling while they're rapping. Like, it is just a bit. <laughs> Esham, Esham loves to spell in his verses. But I noted specifically because I felt like I heard Half Pint spelling a bit more than anybody else on on the verses that he's done up to this point and on this track. And I said, hook him up with Monoxide, another person who, after he learned to spell his name, got very excited for spelling it. (laughs) And that's it. Uh, The hook is pretty cool. I like the way that uh, whoever's verse it was takes like the I'm losing it's on that, like the echo ones. You know, Mm -hmm. you have like the group saying it and then whoever just took the verse echoes it. And that's. That's yeah. cool effect. I always like that. I liked it whenever the Riders did it on their first album, and never again. And never again. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. So Isham also closes this one. With a I get what word. you were saying about like people only having one flow, but I will say that hearing half pint rap is far more interesting than Frank Nitty. <laughs> um, his. It wouldn't have been so bad if Frank Nitty's verse wasn't so fucking long. Yeah, I do not understand like, why. Like, and and long. here's the thing is, like, Half Point's verse is still pretty long as well. But, like, Esham, Esham decided, I got you for four bars. He had a busy day. <laughs> now, this song was also um, produced and mixed by Esham. So maybe that might have been one of the reasons why Esham his... Esham song. I mean, yeah, but it's also... I'm I'm curious if maybe it was a matter of Esham maybe could have done a longer verse, but he wasn't he wouldn't have produced it. He wouldn't have made the beat or anything like that. Yeah. So money. That's that might have just been all they had. Possibly. Because this song was not made for this album. Uh-huh. This song was a single that was originally made in nineteen ninety three. Which is also why this does not have the third member of Project Born, because they weren't a member of Project Born at the time. So this track was made, it was pus, uh, pressed on cassette um, in 1993, and I guess they just decided to throw it on this EP to help get a little bit more 
um, a little bit more eyes on it. Very similar to what ICP did with Carnival of Carnage. Oh, we can get Isham on here, and also we can get Kid Rock. Big names in our area. People will check us out because of that. So it's not necessarily a bad song, but holy shit, you could have cut like a good minute of this at least. Yeah, yeah, it's... It's a it's, lot. it's so it's so much it's so fucking much and just the fact that Isham couldn't be bothered to have given more is 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 a bit eh for me and, and like, because I'm finding that early Isham is not bad and I wouldn't have been opposed to hearing more of it but this the verse he gives does not really add anything it's just literally oh a, by the way Isham is here it's a standard just Isham verse he does does his thing he's in he's out that's it yeah. Uh, it, and like honestly, like by that point, because I had already had, again, like two and a half fucking minutes of Nitty's verse, like I'm glazed over at that point. I'm not focusing on fucking anything because it's just like, I can't, I just can't because again, that flow is just, <laughs> it's fine to a degree to, you know, stick to a specific flow for a song. Yeah. But also, if you stick to a specific flow for that goddamn for, long, I'm going to yeah. fucking just fade. I'm not here anymore. I'm, mm-hmm. My mind is not... I'm not paying attention to whatever you're saying because it's just fucking blending at that point. Uh-huh. That's, 100%. That is just natural psychological response. Your brain mm-hmm. does that for you. Yep. And mine does it more. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. I don't have anything else for losing it. Not nope. a bad song, but... It's also not remarkable, so whatever. So let's move on to track four. (sighs) Bigger Balls. This beat's pretty cool. It's a cool ass beat, but it's I only took my favorite one so far. I only took one note on this track, and then I'm just gonna turn it over to you. I said they got good hooks. Carry on. Uh, I've only got two notes here, and it was Violent J storytelling. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Not to say that anybody that, that Violent J had any actual influence on this because no. I don't think that he did at all. Um, vocals written by Half Pint, um, and uh, it's a lot of flexing. Mm-hmm. That's that's what. So let's let's make it clear. First official <laughs> flexing on Psychopathic Records, not Twisted. Yeah. Well, wait. ICP ICP never flexed once in their lives. Inner City Posse didn't have the dog beats. They did not. That's that's not flexing. Just just possessing something is not flexing. So, Mike, uh, do you remember? Uh, no. Just yesterday, 
when uh, I was I was in your vehicle going to get a rental, uh, <laughs> and yeah. you were playing this album. It was my second listen, and I said to you, I I did I already had a couple listens. I haven't done my notes yet, but uh, whatever song was playing, I said. I basically just remember this entire album sounding about like this. That's it, man. Like this whole album, because again, again, like I said, their flows do not change at all. Mm -hmm. It's like, here's a slight tempo variation. The beats are different, but their actual rapping style is the same across the entire thing. Until spoilers, the next track, and that's well, it. And I do I not s- have like anything for that. <laughs> I I will say this, and and say what y'all will about me and my, you know, my affinity for faster songs. But it sounds far more interesting on this track than when it they're doing the slow shit. There, but like, like half pint goes off on this song, and it sounds good. Hmm. Like it sounds for for this coming out of ninety five. I would have expected something like this like a little bit later on. Like the beat is of obviously of the era, but like he's writing the beat very well. Yeah. So I don't have any any issues with it. Um, but yeah, there it's not necessarily that Project Born is coming off as very one note, but I can fully understand why at the time this was not something that the core fan base, aka Juggalos, because this is what it was promoted to. Yeah. We're clamoring for. No. Plain and simple. L- love love what ICP was trying to do. They were trying to expand. But uh, unfortunately, this is something that Violent J struggles with multiple times throughout his career of, I want this thing on my brand. Yeah. So I'm either going to get something very, very similar to it, what I think is very similar to it, or... I'm going to get the thing itself, but getting the thing itself never turns out the way that it originally was. No. And that, that is never learned throughout the history of psychopathic records. We got project born because project born was meant to be the new Dayton family. Spoiler alert. Violent J later got the Dayton family (laughs) for one album. Um, and you're gonna forget about that because it doesn't happen for a while. Okay. Um. Good. But it it it's, it happens so much, and again, this is Project Born's first official release. So I remember listening to to Born Dead two, three, and four after I got them, and really enjoying number two. So obviously, there's something in there that you know w- was a bit different and, and more for me to digest. But I didn't really like. I can't really remember much of it at the moment. So obviously they would have had to do something to change it up. We complained multiple times about how Violent J sounded like the same on what he was trying to do for intelligence and violence, what he was doing on basement cuts and whatnot, and eventually started to do something that seemed a little bit more competent and not so much one note. And I guess just it's a, a matter of, Project Born just needed more time, and yeah. unfortunately, they didn't have it on Psychopathic Records after this record. Probably could have saved all that for the end of this, but it's just <laughs> that that topic of of discussion yeah. just came up, so had to had to acknowledge it. But I, I, I look, I I couldn't let it go. Like I had to uh, three songs in, I had to bring it up, and on this fourth track where I had nothing to say besides just like all of these hooks have been good so far. Uh, oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, hundred percent. I so, think um I think we're able to to continue. Yeah, track 5 from the get go. Yeah. 
wish we before we really jump into this okay my first listen of this i wasn't looking at my phone like when the uh when the track came on sure and so whenever it got to the chorus i originally thought it said from the ghetto (laughs) i see from the ghetto you're fucked (laughs) so no that's not uh it's not what it is it's from the get-go it's a shame that we uh couldn't get to the sort of like the second version of that because they have like a, a later one where it's like a they ride out on like you're fucked from the get-go and that was pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> um so this track actually has a pretty does a pretty decent job of being commentary on on race and life for those people who are in the impoverished communities i guess you want to say yeah um and it makes more sense for project born to do it It almost seems like it's far more real than when violent j was doing it earlier on and i I don't want to try and say it in the sense of like oh well it's because they're black um that i have to take it more seriously but it obviously is something that and we've said this before. We said it a lot of times when we, when we were talking about riders, uh, especially on Dumpin. Yeah. It makes far more sense to understand that people who aren't white in these communities are obviously having a much rougher time. Yep. <laughs> and it's just it's 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 said so much that it's tired, and it's not. It's not a matter of me saying, you know, oh, I don't want to hear it anymore. It's the fact that we shouldn't have to hear it anymore because things should be changing and yeah. they're not. Now, mind you, this was in 1995. Are things significantly better for people nowadays? I don't know. They're from Flint, Michigan. What's an issue that Flint, Michigan has had for a long fucking time? Yeah. So also, I mean, so this was, um, what, what year was this? 95. 95. Okay. Never mind then. <laughs> I was going to say it's pre crime bill, but no, <laughs> literally the year after the crime bill. <laughs> so we're just, this is literally in just the aftermath of the ramping up of mass incarceration in the United States. Uh, lots more. Just just a whole lot more getting shit on all over the place by the government and society at large. Fun times. Um, and by fun times, I mean... Mm, no. Not at all. <laughs> if you'd like to have a, a, a really bad time reading a book that will tell you all about this the new jim crow by michelle alexander it's sitting right over there on my bookshelf let me tell you that is a book where you will be fucking pissed if you if you ever wanted to hear exactly how much our country has done to fuck people over specifically black people in our country uh goddamn it goes into some detail about that And if you ever want to see where (laughs) if you ever want to almost feel happy for a second where you hear where it's like, oh, yes, this court made this decision. And you're like, oh, shit, that fucking rips. And then it's like the Supreme Court later overturned it. <laughs> My God, it happens every goddamn time. Um, but yeah, uh, by by this point in the album, honestly, I was, again, uh, like heavily glazing over and having a hard time paying attention to stuff. This um, this track in general was honestly a little bit difficult for me as well. So that's the I, weird thing because totally this is it. actually where they kind of have a new flow, but they don't actually. It is the same flow, but it's shuffled because <laughs> they put a little swing in the beat, which is cool. And again, the hook is really good. It's mm-hmm. really good. It covers the theme of the song very well. And it's catchy. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if it like who did that hook. Was it them? No. I didn't it's, think so. Is it sounds like it's a woman, so I don't know. Yeah, who. I have no idea it's, what that is. It did it did say that there were there was uh, additional vocals by I think it said Chris Peterson. Uh, okay. Chris with a K, so I I who assume knows? maybe that's who it was. Um 
but yeah, I I don't know. Um, but yeah, for the most part, like I said, from this since around losing it, it was where I was just kind of like the the most you know that what I was, you're getting. Well, yeah, and the most that I was really catching was the hooks because they're the unique part of the track. Honestly, they're the only things that are changing up the tracks. Yeah, to be honest, which is a bummer, but. It's something to help kind of bring you back in. Like Sorry, I said, I'm dead. It's just not, you know. No. Um, there's not much else for this one. And the final track that's on here, we've actually talked about before. Um, yeah. I don't That was Graveyard, uh, which features uh, ICP. We talked about that. It was on Forgotten Freshness uh, Volume 2, I believe. Um, I think it was the final track. No, it's on, um, it's on uh, the first one, I believe. Regardless, it's on Forgotten Freshness. We've already talked about it, and if I remember correctly, back then we were pretty indifferent to it. So, I don't have any new notes on that because it's the exact same song. There's nothing different about it. Um, no. uh, they, I, I took the note, ICP, please open this track and make us sound cool. Because the first people you hear on it, ICP. Yeah. J, Violent Jake doing, doing basically like, the same thing Ishan did. Right. I, although I do appreciate the intro with Jay being uh, a little scaredy bitch. Yeah. That was one of the good things about the Ringmaster uh, through probably the Malenko era is when yeah. when Jay is starting to be he does those voices for characters. That's actually pretty fun. Yeah, getting getting having fun with it and stuff. Yeah. Because Violent J knows he's not hard. Right. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the graveyard. Yep. Um, I actually noted that to me, it sounds more like this track in particular sounds more like an early ICP thing. And it might just be mm-hmm. because of them being on it and the way that he opens it and stuff. But by by the end of it, uh, listening to their verses and stuff, I'm like, I don't know. This feels very, very ICP of that era and stuff. Yeah, and this is one that was everything about this track was done with Mike Clark, that's uh, why produced okay. and, and everything. So it it really does sound like this. This could have been on Ringmaster. It could have been on uh, what uh, what was it? Uh, Terror Wheel right. came out that same year. So this is definitely of the time. It could have been on Box. It would have made sense. They're, they're doing 100%. their um, even if you didn't have Project Born on it, it could have right. just been an ICP song. Yeah, they're they're doing their uh, their guest spots in in. In that manner, where they they pull the style of that person in to to do it, and that's that's yeah. cool. Yeah, and it's it's fine. The reason I don't give much more to it is because it is a long song. It's like six minutes long, something like that. Yep. Um. So I haven't listened to it in a hot minute, and that intro is like a minute as well. So that's unnecessary. Um. And I think that it was again. ICP is doing this track with Project Born to help say like, oh, hey, Juggalos, we are on a track on this EP. You know, it's it's the first act that we've signed. You know, we know that you guys are going to dig them too. And as I said, sales were incredibly poor. So even having ICP, you know, on the bill is not enough to to really Maybe push. if they were on the cover of the original release. Maybe if they were. If it maybe if they and Esham's name were on the cover of the original release, it could have been different. I'm actually curious if if uh, on the original tape there maybe was like a sticker or something. Yeah, I don't know. Just anything to kind of help is show there, that. But is I, there a Hatchet Man on the cover? Not on the front of it. Um, I think that it would have been on the side. Okay. Um, unfortunately, Discogs is only showing the actual front of it they're not showing Don't you have the cd i have the re-release though oh, okay uh so on the original one if it's not on the front cover then i mean that that's just so it's not, not on the front cover yeah, but the hatchman is on the back yeah yeah but you know if it ain't on the okay. front you don't you don't catch it as easy <laughs> right right you, so, you have to yeah, pick the... it up and the thing that would draw a person to pick it up if they were a, a juggalo at the time would be the hatchet man on the front yeah, clearly not the, uh, the the, you know, Grim Reaper. No, is that the Grim Reaper? No. Um, exactly. So that that's Born Dead. It is. 
it's a, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's not their first album. It's just their first album on the on the label, right? Because they really stuff. No, they stuff it is their first. This is their album. first album. Okay, were they just like, what were they doing? Were they just doing like live stuff here and there? I, mean, they, I don't they know. It just seems like the. F- it just seems like the first thing they did was they got together and they made that single with Esham in 93. They pressed that on cassette, which there's um, there's a regular version and then there's a remix, which it says the remix is first on there. Whatever. I don't understand why they wouldn't have tossed both versions on there. I feel like they probably should have. Um, but yeah, they, they didn't do anything prior to born dead it seems like that was what they made nothing that we have like any record of i mean they could have had just some tapes in the same way well that's the thing i'm looking on on discogs and the first thing the earliest thing that they show is the losing it single from 93 so i I don't see oh i mean i get it but like even just on any sort of stuff involving project born i see nothing um that they that they have done. Yeah, they they don't have um, quite the in in my eyes. I don't think that they have the like visibility for things like you know unintelligence and violence to be noted in any way. Yeah, also, you might be right. ICP re-released intelligence and violence, so that's why we have it around today. Yeah. I think if they didn't re-release it, nobody would fucking give a fuck and wouldn't be noted anywhere. Uh, the existence of Ghetto Zone as a you know thing that happened and doesn't exist in the public eye anymore wouldn't be known about. (laughs) Right, right. And I feel like that's pretty much what may have happened with anything that they could have done prior to this. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the thing. The earliest thing that we see, at least based on Discogs, the Losing It single, then Born Dead, but then they continued to make music. So they were only on Psychopathic for that EP, and then the next year they released something else, like, on their own. Um. And have continued to make music. Again, their most recent thing that came out was back in um, in 2020 yeah. uh, with Born Dead 4. So, mind you, Born Dead is not the only set of CDs they've made. They have done other records. It's just Born Dead has been a series that they are continuing with. So, in all honesty, I give credit to ICP for wanting to expand and give these guys a shot. And it is a bummer that, unfortunately, just it did not work out. It wasn't what Juggalos wanted to hear at the time, and that's why. ICP did not sign anybody else until Twisted and Misery, pretty much within the same year. And those acts, well, at least one of those acts, was significantly more Mm -hmm. well-received. And I think that's... Which one? Misery, duh. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, it it really does show what there, there's one phrase that Violent J has said multiple times, um, and it, he mentions it a lot in um in Behind the Paint where he said, "Juggalos know what they want, yeah, and they tell us, and when we listen to them, that's when things work out." Mm-hmm. And so. When I mentioned earlier about how Jay says, you know, I want this thing. So he's either going to get something incredibly close to it or he's going to get the thing. More often than not, that does not pan out. Yeah. You know, he wanted the new Dayton family. He got Project Born. Project Born were not the new Dayton family. He eventually got the Dayton family. They had an EP and then an album, which contained the tracks from the EP. Um. <laughs> He was a huge fan of Big Hutch from Above the Law. He got Big Hutch from Above the Law for one album. It was supposed to be a three-album deal. It became one album because it fucking tanked so bad. Uh, And that's that's just a couple things. He wanted Esham the Unholy. (laughs) He got Esham. He did. The the Psychopathic Records version. He got Esham Light, basically. It, yeah. it just never quite pans out the way that Jay has wanted. And, you know, initially it seems like Juggalos are open to the idea, but ultimately the final product is not what they want at the time. And yeah. like I said, I think that it took Project Born a little more time to get up to speed with – or not to speed, but to to 
really practice and see what was going to work for them. And I mean, they didn't do anything else with ICP. Obviously, they performed at the gathering, but they didn't release another uh, anything that had ICP involved at all until 2008 when they were featured on Born Dead 2. But at that point, they had done uh, one, two, three, four, five other projects in between then. So it's enough time to you know get better. So again, it's a bummer that Project Born couldn't have stayed on the label and tried to grow there. But ultimately, it might have been for the best. Um, so that's just what I got. Born yeah. Dead, not a not a terrible record, but also nothing that is above and beyond yeah i mean to, it's, to make it worth like i think it's more obvious. than more than a couple listens yeah I, I, it's, it's obvious that they had gotten to a point where they uh they they'd written their way out of like where violent j was on, on intelligence and violence and where d lyrical kind of was where it's just like I'm making rhymes and they're about nothing like they were writing stuff and they had shit to say and all that stuff and it's good, you know. They they're they're really good at the stuff that they the ideas that they have, but they hadn't they hadn't been doing it long enough to get to a point where they could start working on their styles and starting to break out of that that basic mm-hmm. sound. Like they're comfortable on the mic, that's obvious, but they they didn't quite get to a part where they could start switching things up and doing something interesting to to catch the ear and catch the attention and all that stuff and. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, for me, it just doesn't, you know, like I said, it just kind of kind of washes over me and I'm like, yeah, it was fine. <laughs> but uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's nothing that's keeping my interest that I that I'm, you know, going to going to go back to or anything like that. But mm-hmm. it was all right. Um, yeah. You know, I would I'd take like. Uh, I take from the get go. That one's an easy one to take, I think. I take. uh I think we're gonna have very similar from the get go. Uh, good. <laughs> I really don't know, man. Let it go is good from the get go, and let it go. I don't know. Was the graveyard actually good? <laughs> Name of the graveyard. And I drop losing it. Whatever. So we're almost identical. Okay. Um, but instead of graveyard, I'm picking bigger balls. That's fair. That was that was one of the other ones I was thinking of, but yeah, I don't know. But I'm also dropping losing it just because I'm sorry. But Frank Nitty, I don't need to hear you go off for two full fucking minutes. Nope. <laughs> um, but yeah, the other tracks those those are also the same ones. So all right, that is Born Dead. That is y'all. Thank you for listening. Let us know what you thought about Born Dead. Have you checked out any uh, any of Project Born's other? Uh, albums, like I said, I've gotten Born Dead two, three, and four as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of which we will look into at some point because they have some feature spots okay. um, that we would talk about. So let us know what you guys think about Project Born. Do you agree with what we said on it? Are we completely fucking wrong? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Let us know on the various social media platforms that we are on, such as our Facebook. Juggalo Judgment. Or our Twitter. At Juggalo Judgment. Or our Instagram. <laughs> that was like... <laughs> Juggalo Judgment. Or perhaps, if you want to type out a much longer message, we have some email. Juggalo Judgment at gmail.com. Perhaps, if you would be so kind as to, to open your wallets up. If you really want to give us money for for this this nonsense we do, you can do that on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Juggalo Judgment. If, if, if you want to just talk to one of us individually, you can do that on our personal accounts, like on Twitter, at Shmeev. And you can hit me up on Twitter, at Mike Spawn, the S-E-J. You can also find me on Instagram, straight as Juggalo. And, and, I forgot to say this before. I'm also on TikTok. Oh, this motherfucker! People occasionally watch the TikToks that I make, and they comment on them, and then I tell them how they're wrong. Yeah, and that is also straight edge juggalo. If you want to go somewhere else where more people will tell you that you're wrong, there's the ICP with We Discord that we hang out in all the time. 
legit, like, all the fucking time. You have no fucking idea. Yeah. How much time is spent in there? And if you say anything less than all the time, you're wrong. I have not turned off notifications for it yet. No, I don't understand why we haven't, but... I've muted notifications for a few channels in it because I don't care, but... Oh, that's uh, fair. That's fair. But, like, we're... (laughs) But nearly... If if there's not a notification in that Discord for more than an hour, I get concerned for the lives of yeah. the people within the Discord. I think that somebody <laughs> is sick. Uh, <laughs> so there will be a link for that Discord available in the description. You can go ahead and check it out because we don't really stick around on our own that much. Um, also it, it a note, we forgot to mention on the prior one, but you can also check us out. Uh, oh my God, our we're YouTube starting to, channel. Yeah, youtube.com slash juggalo judgment. We are getting the Patreon episodes up there, and eventually we are going to start getting the back catalog of Juggalo Judgment episodes up there, and future episodes will go up there as well. Maybe I'll work. It's just going to take time, so just be patient, but you'll have access to them there as well. Maybe right now I'll do it. Oh my god! With all and that said, though, that's, that's it. it. Which means we only have, we only have Shmeev. Shmeev. Yeah. Shmeev. Yeah. One final fucking thing to do. Uh, finish your mango. Finish your Peace. Peace out. Come through.